Hello, 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 everybody. KDC, KDC movement back again with another episode. This is part one of a part two series. Want to talk about today recognizing and understanding who you are. Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 through 28. And it reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the flesh, over the fish, excuse me, of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God made man in his own image. You see, it's deeper than just tracing along the dotted line. When you think of an image, you think of or you you picture another one similar. So you make a copy of what the original looked like. When it comes to God and the things of God, there is no, there is only, let me phrase it this way, one original. There is no identical. There are only copycats who come to appear as God. They may even go as far as to look like God, but it's not God. Philippians 2 and 5 tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We have dominion. When we understand and recognize who we are, we know that we have dominion. To have dominion means to have supreme ownership. Mm -hmm. The devil feels as though he still has rule and power because during man's creation, he was still residing in heaven. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Ezekiel 28 verses 14 through 15 says, You were... The anointed cherub who covers, I established you. You were in the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Now, yes, we know the devil to be our adversary. As the Bible speaks about. But when you look at the definition of the word devil. It's defined as the personal supreme spirit of evil. Often represented in Jewish and Christian belief. As the tempter of humankind. The leader of all apostate angels. And the ruler of hell. Of course, it you know, to be tempted means to be enticed to do wrong by the promise of pleasure or gain. And, you know, 
the, him being the apostate of angels, meaning that he was the one who encounters of a religious faith. Recognizing and understanding who you are. First and foremost, in order to understand ourselves, knowing who we are, we must first come to realize that the devil is beneath us and we cannot constantly be defeated by something that is beneath us. If it's beneath me, then I have rule over you. We'll catch it later. Matthew's 21 verses 21 said so Jesus answered and said unto them assuredly I say to you if you have faith and do not doubt you will not only do what was done to the fig tree but also if you say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea it will be done there is nothing that I can ask of my father that he would withhold. Psalms 84 and 11 says, For the Lord is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. To walk uprightly. Walking uprightly doesn't mean that I can pray really good. Walking uprightly doesn't mean that I can dress the part. To walk uprightly means to be holy and live a life that's pleasing to God. Not to man, but to God. It's not about the cars and the houses and how many followers, how many likes, how many members are in your church. It's about if you are living a life that's pleasing unto God. A lot of us may feel because we are not behind a podium or carrying a title that we are not as important. Wrong. You don't have to be behind a podium or have this deep title to have power and to be anointed by God. All right, let's go to the scripture. Acts 1 and 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the end of the earth. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I have power. When I understand and recognize who I am, I know that I have power. Somebody needs to know that they have power. Over in Matthew, and even in the book of Luke, it goes on to tell us the type of power that we have to tread upon scorpions and serpents. And no harm shall come to us. Matthew talks about that we have the keys to the kingdom. My God, today, once you understand who you are, a title won't even matter nor will it phase you you will begin to automatically do what you were called and to called and created to do and be recognize 
and understand who and whose you are. Hello, everybody. We're back with part two of recognizing and understanding who you are. And this is today we're talking about understanding your rank. Let's look at let's look at first Peter two and nine, where it talks about our rank. It says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth that, yeah, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. When you understand your rank, you know who you are. So many times I recall thinking growing up of how I wanted to be wealthy. I wanted to be a celebrity. I wanted to live in a mansion, have the luxury cars. I failed to realize this particular scripture that Peter talks about in 1 Peter 2 and 9. Of being a chosen generation of a royal priesthood. If my father is the king, I can have whatever it is that I want. He did say that, you know, that all my needs are supplied according to his riches and glory. Philippians 4 and 19. I can have whatever it is that I want. T.I. sung a song. You can have whatever you like. Over in the book of Psalms, it talks about God giving us the desires of our heart as we delight in him. Understanding your rank. I I dare you to just begin to tell yourself, you have to know who you are or else you're settled for who you want to be and who you're trying to be. You'll begin to live beneath your means when you don't understand who you are, nor do you know your rank. See, when you know your rank, you can begin to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Or you can talk to the enemy as Jesus spoke to the devil when he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. When he said, but man shall not live by bread alone, but by every living word. When you understand your rank. Uh huh. <laughs> My God. Romans 8 and 17 tells us, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, so that we may be also glorified together. Galatians 3 and 29 says, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. See, when we go back and look at Abraham in the Old Testament, Abraham was the father, my God today, of many nations. And God 
told Abraham that his seed would be blessed. And according to the scripture, it, it, it says that then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I'm an heir according to the promise of Abraham. Galatians 4 and 7 says, so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And since you are a son, God has made you also an heir. My God, I am also an heir. I love the scriptures in the in the New Testament where it says that I am the head and not the tail. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am above and not beneath because I understand my rank. Now, I, I understand with these scriptures that we're looking at, we keep seeing the word heir. What does that word mean? When you look at it, it's defined as a person legally entitled to the property or rank of another or that based, up, based upon a person's death. Legally entitled to the property or rank of another on that person's death. Here I am wanting the title of a celebrity, wanting the lifestyle. But what I fail to realize that due to Christ dying for my sins and resurrecting again, that I became his daughter, which means that I am entitled to all the benefits. I dare you to tell yourself that I am entitled to the benefits. It does say in the scripture, forget not his benefits. My God, today, I'll take royal priesthood for 600, Alex. Mm -hmm. Understanding your rank. When you understand your rank, you can speak it, believe it, and you can have it by faith and authority. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for beneath your means. It may look good, feel good, but that does not mean that's what God wants you to have. Know who you are, whose you are, and go after whatever it is that you so desire.